1: what's up everybody welcome to kind of funny games daily for friday february 4th 2022 i'm one of your hosts greg miller alongside married to the games is gabe patillo hello Gabe. what it do greg miller how are you good sir thank you for coming back to kind of funny content it's been too long oh man well
0: i'm happy to be here i'm happy to be here
1: so now we gotta get it we gotta get you know the elephant out of the room gabe all right does this mcdonald's jacket look dope as hell because i woke Whoa. up found a package on my doorstep for mcdonald's put it on jen said that looks great i wore it to the kind of funny meeting tim yeah. mocks me kevin mocks me nick's my oh, this is a hell oh, of a letterman's man. jacket ladies and gentlemen come Listen, on now
0: i wouldn't be alive if it wasn't for mcdonald's and so well, i'm I, sorry I, I, you I, wouldn't I, be I, alive I, if it wasn't for mcdonald's no, I, I, mcdonald's kept me alive in my youth
1: This man's trying to get a Letterman's jacket too, and I appreciate it.
0: (laughs) So I'm not about to discourage anything McDonald's, Doc.
1: Shoot. Thank you. Thank you. That means a lot. That means a lot to me. Uh, Gabe, in case people don't know, who are you and what do you do? Oh man, my name is Gabe Patillo. I host a
0: video game podcast called Married to the Games. Come out every Friday. We are about to celebrate our 500th episode. Uh, We turn uh, 10 this year. We've been doing it for a minute, man, just because we love it. Uh, But besides that, I'm on the road. I do music with a guy named Toby Mac. I do uh, voiceover acting, which is extremely life giving to me right now. And I love doing that. And so, uh, yeah, man, we wear a lot of hats around here. I'm a dad, I'm a husband, got three kids, three knuckleheads in the house right now. Hoping they're not burning the place down.
1: I know, right? Well, you you got got to use that, I'm sure, during COVID. (laughs) It was like, whatever you guys are doing, you're doing, I got to let it go.
0: I was, I was constantly looking for a cape for my wife. I'm like, she was the teacher. She was the mom. You know what I'm saying? So I was, she was doing the whole thing.
1: All right, Gabe. Uh, I like to give people context if they don't know. So start me right here. Favorite video game of all time? Final Fantasy VII. Wow, look at that. No hesitation. I love it. I love it when oh, people get on there, they hem and they haw. They don't have an answer. You're right there, Final Fantasy VII.
0: Yeah, I started putting my flag in the sand a long time ago. I'm getting too old to be like, ah, man, which genre? I mean, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of different... I'm like, nah. <laughs> Final Fantasy VII, it came across the perfect time of life for me. I was in high school. I think it was a freshman in high school. And uh, it just grabbed hold of me. It was the first time I played a game like that with such a deep story. And I, I fell in love with it. What it did you the think of remake? I loved it personally because I was like, okay, they can't just put out what was out and make it look pretty. I felt like for this new generation, they had to do, you know, they had to spice it up and I thought they did great. And uh, I really, really enjoyed it. really enjoyed the uh, intergrade or intermission or whatever the the other one was called with uh, Yuffie story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. love that. It was great being back in that world. So. It was my game of the year that year. And so, yeah, I'm rocking with it.
1: I'm here for it. Happy birthday, too. 25 years, right? Look at that. Look at that. This Mm -hmm. guy's got it all down. He's a real Final Fantasy fan. Don't worry (laughs) about that. And then what is your most anticipated game for this year? That's so, hard, man. It's that's a big
0: so, year. Hard. Yeah, I know, I'm know. i still trying to get past this month. You know what I'm saying? Shoot. I mean, for me personally, I'm really looking forward to seafood for whatever strange reason that thing is. I mean, it looks awesome, right? That's the I, reason, yeah, right? It looks amazing. And so I can't wait for that. You know, all this little God of War, you know, kind of rumblings and rumors about when that's. So, I mean, uh, seafood, though, I'm going to just say seafood for right now. It's coming out ne- this week or next week. And, yeah, next week. And so uh, I'm excited about that one. I'm gonna go with that one for now.
1: Excellent choice. An excellent choice. But the question remains, will you get GTA six this year? Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're going to talk about the fact that GTA six is real new stuff coming crazy. to GTA online. Pokemon legends. RCS is a hit. And then we have a PSVR two website. We'll get into all of that and more because this is kind of funny games daily each and every weekday on a variety of platforms. We run you through the nerdy video game news. Need to know about if you like that, be part of the show. You can go to Patreon.com slash kind of funny games where you can write in with your questions, your comments, be a Patreon producer, get the show ad free, get it with the exclusive post show we do each and every weekday. If that wasn't enough, you can get benefits like watching us record the Xcast live today. Patreon.com slash kind of funny games. But if you have no bucks to toss our no big if you have no bucks to toss, it's no big deal. You of course can get the show. YouTube.com slash kinda funny games, and podcast services around. The globe each and every weekday for free. Of course, you have to listen to the ad. Of course, you don't get the post show, but you still have a good time. If that wasn't good enough for you, of course, you can support Kind of Funny by using our Epic Creator Code, Kind of Funny, whenever you make a purchase on the Epic Games Store. And if you aren't in the Epic Games Store ever, maybe use it in Fortnite, Rocket League, or wherever you're playing other Epic games. For now, though, let me give you some housekeeping. It is Friday, like I said. Of course, we're streaming all day here. We got stuff going on after this. Uh, of course, if that was enough, the Xcast is going there. But our good friend, the one, the only jeffy grub grub jeff grub from games beat is going to be streaming pokemon on twitch.tv slash jeff grub at 2 p.m pacific to raise money for his cousin whose daughter has cancer uh he's asking all best friends to come on by even if you can't donate even if you can't hang out just to say hey and show some support so 2 p.m pacific uh twitch.tv slash jeff grub Thank you to our Patreon producers, uh, Gordon McGuire, uh, James Davis, a.k.a. at James Davis Makes, Pranksky, Manny the Bagel Boy Sanchez, and Blackjack. Today we're brought to you by DoorDash, but we'll tell you about that later for now. Let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. <laughs> Time for some news. Ah, Six items on the Roper Report. A baker's dozen. Gabe, Patilla, you are here on the day we've been waiting for. This is crazy. Rockstar has broken their silence and actually talked kind of, sort of, maybe a little bit about Grand Theft Auto 6. Uh, we, we start our day over on Rockstar's uh, news site where they will talk about GTA Online first and a little bit more. So here we go. As we enter our third console genera- generation and with much more to come in 2022 and beyond, here's a look at just some of what's on the way. He's talking about GTA Online to start, or they are talking about GTA Online to start, right? This whole thing's centered around GTA Online. Sorry, right, I deleted that from the front, so that's why he's talking about the third console generation i digress back to it with the gta 5 community stronger than ever grand theft auto 5 and grand theft auto online will come to playstation 5 and xbox series x slash s platforms this coming march 15th that is a brand new release date ladies and gentlemen bringing the blockbuster open world experience to players on the latest hardware we sincerely appreciate the entire community's support over the years as the game now heads into an unprecedented third console generation Grand Theft Auto 5 and Grand Theft Auto Online for PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X slash X features new graphics modes with up to 4K resolution, up to 60 frames per second, texture and draw distance upgrades, HDR options and ray tracing, as well as offering the technical advancements of the latest console generation with faster loading times, immersive 3D audio, platform specific features like advanced haptic feedback and much more. PS4 and Xbox One players eager to continue their journey on the newest generation of hardware will be able to transfer both their GTA 5 story mode progress and their current GTA Online characters and progression to PS5 and Xbox Series XS with a one time migration at launch. Plus, a new standalone version of Grand Theft Auto Online for PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X/S will debut at launch, available for free for the first three months to PlayStation 5 players, making it easier than ever before to, for new players to experience everything Grand Theft Auto Online has to offer. Gabe, I'll stop right there. GTA Online, did it ever click for you? <laughs> it didn't for me, but I'll sure. tell
0: you this. Every time I saw something online, I was like, what is that? <laughs> it was always gta online right <laughs> I was like, wait how did i miss this game oh it's gta online i've got a weird relationship with grand theft auto because when five came out my little my my oldest child was really small and we had i played video games in the bonus room and i felt like i could never get in some gta sure. because i was constantly looking over my shoulder
1: because something crazy was going on sure right? yeah yeah that's not the game you want your kid to walk in on for, <laughs> for their first game
0: <laughs> no it's not and it was one of those things where i look GTA is always the game I point to, right? When people are like, really, a gamer? Like blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, hey man, look, this game made a billion dollars in one weekend. Yeah. I don't wanna hear it, you know what I'm saying? And so I love that this is coming, obviously with all the upgrades and everything, and everything's carrying over, obviously. Could you imagine how heartbroken people would be if it didn't? Yeah, um, years and
1: years and- of progress. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
0: gosh. And so I-, I think this is sick. I'm super excited to see what people continue to do, continue to make in online. And uh, that just blows us away, you know?
1: Where do you think you'll fall with this? Does this get you excited to even try it? You know what I mean? It kind of is a fresh start here.
0: You got to try it. Yeah. I feel like. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I might, as well, I might as well dive in now. I'm be way behind everybody else. But, you know, with the news that's coming up, I mean, it's, it's hard not to want to get in there and, and at least dabble.
1: Kevin. Big dog Kevin Coelho. Can you hear me? Do you read me? Yeah, I can hear you. What's up? Infamously, you and I saw people playing gt online and we said we should try this we should commit to this and uh-huh. for i'd say a week we struggled and tried sure, and the yeah. load times the cumbersome phone system we even had people walking us through how to play it and what to do and where to go we didn't and have it fun and we stopped yeah i remember like we had uh peanut helping us and yeah. it was still like oh this is weird this doesn't usually happen to me and it's like oh, it's this always to happens to us
2: every time <laughs> you know
1: So the question Uh, becomes, Kevin, are we jumping back into GTA Online on March 15th?
2: Yeah, 100%. Oh, I'm excited,
1: Kevin. (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just like, I'll I'll come back for a beating, you know? Here's the thing listen to this next paragraph, Kevin. Uh huh. I'm, I'm excited. GTA Online for PS5 and Xbox Series X also includes a range of improvements, including the ability to skip GTA 5 story mode prologue before entering online and. Ah. An all new GTA online tutorial. New GTA online players will now be able I'm sorry, will now enter the career builder with instant access to their choice of one of four illicit businesses: biker, executive, nightclub owner, or gun runner, and a sizable GTA Bucks Windfall to help select a property, high-end vehicle, and the firepower required to kickstart their enterprise. Returning players will also have the option to restart their character and take advantage of all the career builder at any time. Kevin, this sounds exactly like what we need. I need a hand-holding, and I need a clear tutorial. That's the problem with GTA Online. It launched, you know, it was broken. I tried to play it at launch, I remember, on my PS3. <laughs> launched broken game. They then yep. kept building cool things on top of it, but I, I don't know how to use it. <laughs> I don't understand Amen. the basics of it.
0: Amen. A tutorial is more than welcome. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm,
1: I'm cool. Kevin, this sounds like what we need. This sounds like what we want. Uh, I'm in. Sounds good. Okay, good. Yeah, I, like, I think I might be a nightclub owner, but I'll I'll see. I've been watching a lot of Sopranos. That seems like something I could get in. You know what, you I mean? know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the PS5 and Xbox Series X slash versions of GTA Online will also include the new Howes uh, Special Works Auto Shop, located within the LS Car Meet, which will allow players to upgrade five select, I'm sorry, upgrade select vehicles, parentheses, five new vehicles and five existing vehicles at launch for elite driving performance that takes full advantage of the upgraded power of the new console hardware. I don't understand what that means, Gabe, but I know I that know, they had a DeLorean that is. flew in GT Online, and I need to get that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I need to get that when that gets there, all right? Dude, <laughs> so that's GT Online in, in a nutshell. What's happening? Obviously, March 15th, a big deal. Obviously, GT Online continues to make money hand over fist. And Gabe, I would be lying if when I got excited reading this, I didn't kick myself of. oh, right, and if I had been – in, if I'd been going into GTA Online for like the past what eight months or whatever, I could have been getting a million dollars a day or a month <laughs> right. through PS Plus. I'm like, fuck, I really should have done you that. Missed out on that one, yet. I really should have done that. <laughs> but it's too late now. And it doesn't matter because that's GTA Online, that's great, whatever. Let's talk about what's next. Because in the same blog post they write, what's next? With the unprecedented longevity of GTA 5, we know many of you have been asking us about a new entry in Grand Theft, o- the Grand Theft Auto series. With every new project we embark on, our goal is to always. Our goal is always to significantly move beyond beyond, what we have previously delivered. And we are pleased to confirm that active development for the next entry in the Grand Theft Auto series is well underway. We look forward to sharing more as soon as we are ready, so please stay tuned to the Rockstar Newswire for official details. On behalf of our entire team, we thank you for all your support and cannot wait to step into the future with you. Gabe, it's a sentence that launched a million tweets. We are pleased to confirm that active development for the next entry of the Grand Theft Auto series is well underway. What do you think? I think it's going to
0: be one of those weird times that we're going to have a GTA 5 and GTA 6 in the top 10 selling games. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? GTA 5 still pops at the top 10. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. you're like, I, I mean, I just can't even imagine with the longevity that we've had with GTA 5, what in the world you even do with GTA 6 if it's even called gta 6 if it's not called gta colon something 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 you know what i mean That's just so exciting
1: and that's where it gets into this i don't and i'm not a smart man obviously but where you get of how do you handle this right where gta online is beloved by millions and has Mm -hmm. made rockstar money hand over fist over and over again i don't see how they would ever kill that golden cow you know what i mean kill that golden yeah absolutely and so Are they eventually going to do, like, whatever they're doing with the PS5 uh, Series X version here of GTA Online, is that going to be such a dramatic difference and run so much better that that is what's going forward and they are just going to use that as a base? Because you would have thought, at least in traditional video game uh, publishing, right, that GTA 5 came with GTA Online, so GTA 6 would come with GTA Online 2 or whatever it's going to be but okay i'm and i'm totally uh, a novice at gta online i have no idea what it looks like right now we barely know what Same it's going to look like in, in march so i'm not sure if that client will be to such a degree that that is what's going to support the next 10 years of gta online or not mm-hmm.
0: you know what's crazy is that i never so you know how we've kind of seen warzone on, and the call of duty franchise kind of live a life while they release other call of duties for sure and so i wonder if that's something that they'll be able to do obviously everything's got to step up and kind of be brought to to modern tech but i don't know how you get rid of gta online you can't just say this is a new one now right i mean we-
1: yeah i think you have t- such an installed player base you can't go it's gta online too not to mention that that doesn't make sense when you look at a, a game like world of warcraft right when you look say, people don't care board. about that right yeah dc you know universe like- online the way they do episodes yeah. and stuff like that <laughs> yes i don't know when you're you rockstar looks at that and is like we're going to transition over so i'm really fascinated to see if gta online ps5 series x is such a step forward is such a a new beast that you're like okay i can see sinking all this time in there because there's gonna be a wealth of content that i haven't played and then millions of others haven't played so it does make sense that you launch gta 6 and i've seen so many people going maybe this year like how far into development are they they're finally confirming Mm -hmm. it which rockstar doesn't usually do but then they're not confirming the new the usual rockstar way of like here's a flashy trailer so it's like where are we in terms of getting it and when you get it do you just get yeah inside a voucher code for gta online and a bunch of bucks and that's where they start you
0: I mean, that that's what I would think they would have to do. You can't be like, here's a new thing with a whole brand new... I, I don't know, man. Like you said, when you bring up uh, World of Warcraft, that's the exact same thing I was thinking was like, the people that love that, I mean, sure, do they want it to look better? But like, you would have to tear down the whole thing and rebuild the whole thing, and I just don't know if, if it would make any sense when it's like a truck of money dumping up, you know...
1: And again, you, it's you the money. same thing, right? They're just going to keep growing. Like, they if they right. can get me and Kevin to stay, and probably not, <laughs> but even if they can get... 3% of the new people who will try this. That you know, it's free on yeah. PlayStation. Think about the amount of people who are going to jump into this that haven't played it or played it a long time yeah. ago and dropped out like you're going to see a whole bunch of beach. age now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. There's
0: some people that, you know, ki- kids that weren't allowed to play that back then that are going to be able to play at this console generation. And so you have that install base as well.
1: So then to pivot back to the next entry in the Grand Theft Auto series, what do you envision that being? <laughs> So
0: the last one's a bunch of storylines, right? Yeah. This one's, I mean, it's, it's got to be bigger, 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 better, right? You can't go backwards. We know that. And so it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the sky's the limit really with GT. I mean, they have so much money and they've, and they're so smart sure. in the way they've done things that, shoot, man, I don't know if it ends up being more of a fully online thing than it is like a standalone story. Sure. Uh, it's, it's almost impossible to call. I have no idea. I mean, I love story. And that, I'm a story guy. And, so and see, I that's my that thing, story. right?
1: And that's why, like, don't get me wrong, a blessing out of Jr., Forbes 30 Under 30, a.k.a. the OK yeah. Beast, right? He adores GT Online and still checks in and still plays here and there and stuff. And I would never want to take that away from anybody. But the success of GTN Online always was a bummer to me because I love single player <laughs> gta yeah, exactly. like. GTA Five, yeah, I played like yeah. every other GTA ever played. Where I played it, enjoyed it, put it down and walked away. Whereas yeah, other people have stuck with it for online for so long that you get here and it's like, I wonder what six would be. And like you said, the sky's the limit, right? Where it, I, I, my knee jerk reaction this removed from five is I think they would go back to a single a single protagonist. I think they would tell oh, that real kind of story. Yeah, but you bring up that like online multiplayer, like I also could easily see that. But then it's also how do you differentiate that from? gta online right because obviously right. with the stuff they just did with dr dre and franklin like they're trying to show that we can still tell single player stories inside of this we can still right. tell what you know from gta so i don't know how and why you go and tell i feel like you have to have an identity to online you have to have an identity of what comes next to gta and i would think if online's identity is you can play this with your friends and fuck around then mm-hmm. gta 6's identity has to be that it is a single player story
0: right and i mean we've seen i mean call of duty tried it right they were like no campaign and I feel like people were like, oh, I mean, I wasn't going to play the campaign anyway, but I like that right. it was there. Right. And so it's like, we are I don't think we're going to see them take that kind of step back because we saw Call of Duty put campaigns right back in their games. And so I think that with GTA 6, half of it, is living through that lens as GTA's grown over the years right as being that bad guy and getting yeah. to go do all those things and yes gta online gives you that too but i think there's there's something about the story that gets told and it's a really good story usually that i i just don't see them not having it they've got to have it that's what i'd want to play because i'm with you online i'd be walking around like hello and then get killed by somebody and then you're and like, that's okay. the thing where
1: i think maybe knowing rockstar and again how they want to support gta online and keep that money going i would be interested if There wasn't a multiplayer component to it where when you play GTA six, you're playing as the character, this protagonist, whatever, but maybe you have like goons for hire or whatever you want it to be or whatever your criminal empire is, maybe just Mm -hmm. friends that you don't even need to explain, but you get to invite friends into the game that are their GTA online characters. So they come in they get an added bonus to run through and play that and help in your world. But then they go off, you know, they help you with the mission Then it's still you going through and getting the story of what it would be. But even saying Mm -hmm. that, I would be like, well, if I'm a hardcore GTA online player, why wouldn't I want to be the goons to get the, <laughs> get the help <laughs> with my main character, my main game. Yeah. Like there's gotta be That's some trade off there. Yeah. And I don't it's think strange. taking your character and casting them in a single player story would work as well. Like you're talking about, because we right. want a great story. But yes, that said, yeah. like, you know, GTA three had a silent protagonist and it went pretty well for GTA three. So exactly, <laughs> things yeah. have changed, but maybe that would be the way to do it. I'm fascinated. Yeah. I can't wait to see, you know, uh, even if you don't care about GTA, there's no game release quite like a gta
0: <laughs> and that's what i'm saying i mean as as not a gta guy because of how when this one came along i played the other ones but because of when this one came along in my life it's still the game i point to i'm like yeah but gta yeah but gta like mm-hmm. as you've watched mm-hmm. them do these incredible make these incredible numbers so you know support this game for this long i mean that's crazy like you're saying playing on the ps3 now we're at the ps5 yeah that's nuts
1: that's how long this thing stuck around, right? And, yeah, and as if I needed to be reminded of how old I am, Charles Jacobson says, GTA 3 was also 21 years ago. I'm aware, Charles. Oh, God. I remember playing this in my dorm room at Mizzou. All right? I'm aware of how old <laughs> GTA is and how old I am. And don't Absolutely. even get me started on GTA 2 and playing that while we are uh, doing our backyard wrestling. I don't want to hear about it. Oh, of right? course.
0: Uh, people are like, GTA used to be top down. I'm like, uh, listen, you know what? Never mind. Don't worry GTA,
1: about it. GTA, man. There, I, I've said it before, but I'll say it again. Like, there will never be another, like, video game world stopping moment for me as a kid as when i opened up i get it must have been EGM, but maybe it was game pro and they had the first screenshots of gta and it was you know the guy running around and showing and i was yes, like you just see his legs, what? And like, legs. You know, like it's gonna be this open world sandbox i was like what like how can they pot? and like, what like because we were playing Dude. gta uh london or whatever it was like how can they take that and put us on the street and let us have buildings to go in and cars to steal and do all this different stuff? That's really like ridiculous.
0: the first time i snatched somebody out of a car and then took that car and kept driving, I was yeah. like, I've arrived. I'm doing my thing right yeah. now. I yeah. felt,
1: so, oh, that was I awesome. remember for the release of Vice City, my friend was playing, uh, uh, his band was playing at a bar or whatever, and so my other friend's like, are you going to go or whatever? And I was like, I might, but this game Grand Theft Auto Vice City comes out that day, so if it's really good, I won't come. And our, the only other friend who was like in the know was like, he's not coming, is what he said. <laughs> like, there's no way that game's bad. Yeah. He's not leaving he's, the house. You Don't worry skip
0: about. stuff. There's some games you skip stuff for
1: yeah absolutely of course course. that was definitely one of them (laughs) Uh, another game people seem to be skipping stuff for gregway pokemon legends let's talk about the numbers for pokemon legends rcs in america they are as big as you'd expect especially after talking about japan yesterday but we'll get to that uh nintendo of america tweeted t- uh today's maybe last night actually uh thank you to the more than 6.5 million explorers worldwide who have already embarked on an exciting new adventure in pokemon legends Arceus. we hope you're loading up uh, on more potato mochi before you head out into the uh-huh. research mission It's a joke I- i'm playing it so i get that reference don't yeah. worry
0: oh look at you sorry no big deal are you playing are, are you playing the pokemon no but i play pokemon
1: do you ever play the pokemon uh
0: <laughs> Uh, I used to want to play the Pokemon. I want my kids to play Pokemon, really. The last Pokemon game I sunk a lot of time into was actually uh, Pokemon Quest. My kids loved watching me play Pokemon Quest. Do you remember that when It was like everything was really huge pixels. They were, oh. you're square and you're running around and you're collecting Pokemon. And that actually really taught me a lot about Pokemon because I wasn't in that world before that. Um, but my kids loved, and they were always telling me which Pokemon to bring with me to fight and everything that's like awesome. that. And then awesome. they've dressed up as Pokemon trainers for Halloween and stuff like that. So oh I want gosh, them to play, but only one of them can read. And so until they're fully voice acted,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. My
0: younger ones won't be able
1: to play it. He's, he's got like the sacred text, you know, <laughs> he's going to exactly. read it to the rest of the kids. Just do it exactly. in the living room. Yes, that's right. Uh, I want So that's a huge number. Obviously we talked oh, a little bit about Japan's numbers yesterday. I want to bring in uh, Jeffrey Rousseau over at GamesIndustry.biz, who writes the latest installment of the monster catching franchise reached a sales milestone reached the sales milestone, the 6.5 million mm-hmm. uh, within a week o- after launch, the sales units for legends represents both digital and boxed copies. By comparison, 2019's Pokemon Sword and Shield sold 6 million copies during its release window, whereas 2021's Pokemon uh, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl worldwide sales also reached the same amount week after launch so again 6 million is what they're talking about 2019 2021 we're talking about 6.5 million for pokemon legends Arceus. if that wasn't enough we could go in here a little bit further earlier this week legends was reported to have moved 1.43 million boxed units in japan becoming the second best-selling switch game released in japan within the uk the newest pokemon title was the fourth biggest pokemon retail launch of all time this is the most this is the ending one i think it's the most important In addition, Pokemon Legends Arceus reaches its sales achievement being a single version of the game. Right. Being a single version. So we're talking about 2019's Pokemon Sword and Shield, $6 2021's Pokemon Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, 2021. Remember, those are the two different versions of the game. If you're a hardcore Pokemon person, you either buy both or you trade with your friends or whatever. We're talking about Arceus doing more than both those games in its first (laughs) week with one version of the game. That's outrageous.
0: I think too, one of the things that uh, always comes to mind when you see these kind of numbers is not only is it one version of the game, it's also one console. This is not like other games that come out and boast these sales numbers, sure. they're selling on PlayStation and they're selling on Xbox. You know what I'm saying? This is like just Nintendo, just this one game. Yeah, 6. And I mean, again,
1: for the context you're giving, right, it's so great. Yeah, not cross platform or multi platform, not that. But even to compare it to a PlayStation thing, like look at like when PlayStation celebrated Ghost of Tsushima uh, recently in the past couple months for 8 million. Eight and million. The, how long has that game been out? We're talking about yeah. that kind of thing. You're talking about 6.5 <laughs> yeah. in a week, in yeah, a week. Exactly. Right.
0: Yes, that's right. Yeah. And it of course, insane. if you were.
1: Yesterday we were talking, you know, about uh, uh, npd or not NPD uh, Nintendo sales numbers, and then of course what that meant for best-selling Nintendo games. Uh, yesterday we read from Matt Perslow, right, who put out that Pokemon Legends rcs may be on track to be the second fastest-selling Switch game. Uh, that read, of course, uh, rcs is the second fastest-selling Switch game in Japan and stands uh, a chance of achieving the same accolade globally. And then he goes through the same figures we just did for Japan. In comparison, the same figures in Japan is ahead of there. And then you look over here to like the top ten, right, where you can already see the heat being applied and where this is going to go. Oh. If you missed yesterday's uh, Games Daily before I had to leave, maybe you left after I left because, you know, why would you stick around when I'm not there? I understand. Uh, but the top 10 looks like this for uh, – this is uh, Nintendo, best-selling Nintendo Switch games of all time, right? At the top, and I'm not going to go through every number for you, but at the top is Mario Kart 8 Deluxe with 43.35 million copies sure. sold, right? Right underneath that is Animal Crossing. Then it's Smash Brothers. Then it's uh, Breath of the Wild. Then at number five, Sword and Shield. Then at number six, uh, Mario Odyssey, number seven, Mario Party, number eight, Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee, and then at number nine, uh, Diamond, Shining Pearl, and then at ten, Ring Fit Adventure. Ring Fit Adventure is on there at 13.53 million, meaning that its time is up, motherfucker. <laughs> like, it is not <laughs> long for this it's world. Eleven,
0: yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's just so crazy because, you know, you hear people say, like, you know, because that top ten you just listed. We know all those games. These are not the first time those games have come out. These, you know, like Mario Kart was the eighth or 10th one, really, how, depending on how you're counting. And, uh, <laughs> and, and you're like, I, I don't mind them going back to the well personally. I know people are like, you need something new. You need something new. I know your uh, homie was saying the other day how Mario is undefeated. Like, you know, Mario's just always going to be the biggest thing in gaming. And I think Nintendo, as special as I think they are, because I think they're a special group, I think they're doing it right and they're killing it for themselves. I think at the end of the day, let's say every console went away and everything went to streaming. There's still gonna be a Nintendo console. For sure. You know what I mean? That's the way I think about Nintendo. And I I my hat is tipped to them. It's not the place I play the most, but it's the place I like playing the most, if that makes sense. Like to be playing Rocket League in the bed is the best.
1: (laughs) You know what I mean? You know, I think it's funny that I remember the PS3 360 Wii generation, right? And Mm -hmm. being there and having these conversations about, like, well, is Nintendo going to be able to stay? Like, what are they going to do? Like, it doesn't have the visuals. It doesn't have the HD. It doesn't have online. It doesn't have, you know, Ethernet port. We started going that way. doesn't matter. And it was really not the first instance, by any stretch of the imagination, but I would say the first mainstream in terms of main home consoles break where nintendo really was like no you haven't been listening you haven't paid attention to the ds you haven't paid attention to the other weird things we're doing like we're not that company we're not going to compete with playstation xbox and so many of us thought at the time it was kind of a death sentence that you're going out there you'll have no third-party support whatever's going to happen and i mean as you look at the wii it became filled with shovelware then you got the wii u which was i just a terrible console in terms of how they use the controller i know their games are great i'm not trying to make that comment but Mm -hmm. like it looked like, okay, this is actually going to pan out. And then to have the Switch be such a, a amazing read on a place where you're like, handheld gaming is dead. Look at the Vita. It sucks. It's, <laughs> it's giving HD and all this, and nobody cares about it. It's done, and blah, blah, blah. Like yeah. For them to be like, we're going to bet double down on this and make the Switch be our hybrid home console and handheld, and mm-hmm. they made it work, and they made it a huge success, and now you see that attach rate, right? Because, again, the numbers we're going through with Mario Kart 8 uh, Deluxe at the top of the list, 43.35 million, right? That is riding off the back that Nintendo has, the Switch has officially passed, uh, 100 million sold, right? Lifetime right. sales are now at 103.54 million as of December 31st. Like, that's a pretty great attach rate right there. <laughs> what <I> think, <laughs> you know, I'm... What I think. I'm Playing loosely, but 40% 40 of your audience is buying this game. (laughs) That's a lot. And I think that, you know,
0: one of the things that I feel like I made the mistake of is comparing Nintendo and Sony and Microsoft. For sure. Oh, oh, they're not going to be able to keep up. And I was like, oh, it wasn't until like maybe the last four years when I was like, oh, they're not playing the same game. That's what's going on. Maybe Sony and Microsoft were, even though they look like they're distancing from playing the same game either. But Nintendo's not been playing that game. And so, you know, as we're talking about the top 10, you you look at top 10 consoles ever sold, like you're running about them them, uh, passing the Wii, which is crazy. Yeah. And they've got like, five consoles in the top 10 or something crazy like that you
2: know including handheld
0: and you're like they're killing it you know what were we th- what was i thinking i can't say we but what was i thinking thinking that they were supposed to be competing with sony and microsoft when they're not playing the same game as them
1: and that's why it works you know it's what you talked about of like you know mario's king and it, but it's the place you enjoy playing or whatever. it's it's this idea that you know what you're getting from nintendo i think right. when you buy a playstation when you buy an xbox there are uh certain foregone conclusions you make of what you're going to be able to play on there and it's why the bethesda deal is a big shakeup i can't play starfield right. on my playstation it's why right. you know as they uh playstation snaps up bungie what does this mean for a destiny you start getting into these mm-hmm. things whereas nintendo like they make you know what we call the wnds here weird nintendo decisions but yeah, yeah, that's it, right. that that's nintendo i mean the fact that they've yeah. never like really fixed online and i know it's gotten a little bit better but it's not com- comparable to what you're doing on no, PlayStation or xbox and we all oh. thought that was oh you're you're getting left in the behind that's the you yeah. know what I mean you're acting like this is not what modern gaming is and they're like well we're not really that kind of modern gaming and yeah, it's worked. And,
0: well, <laughs> and I feel like too you know when you buy a PlayStation or you buy an Xbox, you maybe have in the back of your mind two or three games that you know are coming to that console
1: mm-hmm.
0: or that you hope are coming. With Nintendo, the way they've done it, you know that there's ten games that are probably coming, that you absolutely know. And I think it's it's like you're saying, at least you know what you're getting with Nintendo. Yes, they make decisions that I'm like, what in the world? Like, you know, the fact that, you know, Reggie made it and wasn't, you know, didn't come out with a cigarette in his mouth every single time he had to come on stage and announce something. <laughs> you know, like, y'all, I know, I know, I'm just saying, listen, but uh, I mean, they're absolutely killing it. And I can't, I can't hate on on Nintendo. And I get that they do weird things like you're saying, but. Woo-wee, you can't argue with those numbers.
1: Exactly. And it's that thing where I think they've done such a great job of setting what their expectations are. And obviously there are Nintendo fans who live, breathe, die by the Switch. They're on it every day. I am mm-hmm. not one of those, but I don't look yeah. at my Switch. I, you know, I bought the OLED uh, in October, right? Mm-hmm. Which was a terrible idea because I think it arrived like the day before my son was born. Like I buy this thing and it's like, I, I when I, we got back during paternity leave, I turned it on to go get uh, uh, the, the coffee shop in Animal Crossing, right? Mm-hmm. And I turned it on and I was like, all right, fuck, I got to check in and then tomorrow the coffee shop will be built. Turned it off and I never turned it back on and i didn't yeah. use it until pokemon and it's but it's that thing of it sits over there and i don't regret purchasing it i know no. i know like you're saying that like doesn't matter because breath of the wild is coming i i didn't expect uh legends uh here arceus uh to be something i connected with and after an hour and a half of playing i'm like oh i can't wait to get back to this like yeah it's they make these games that i think I, for me personally i go through a lull of not using the switch and then i use it really hard for you know a month or two at a Absolutely. time and i'm fine Absolutely. with that cadence i know that cadence because that's what nintendo's always been for me
0: and for some reason i shut down and don't play other games while i'm playing nintendo games. Oh, like i just noticed like i just beat uh uh i was late to the party i just beat uh metroid dread like oh maybe sure. two weeks ago and uh i noticed that and I don't know if it's because, and I know you could change it, but I know maybe it's because of the confirm and decline. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Switched. But I noticed I like, I just dove into Metroid and that was all I played until it was over. Yeah. Where, you know, I'll hop around and Call of Duty and Far Cry and you do play a little, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy or something like that. Um, but, yeah, Nintendo just grabs my attention. I've never regretted buying it, not a day
1: well i'm sure whenever they put out whatever the next version of the switches we'll all buy it because that's oh, what we do around here right <laughs> that's right yeah uh, speaking of the next version of something number three on the roper report let's talk about v- psvr2 uh it's kind of a non-issue or non-story, you'd think, but I think there's more to it, and so does uh, IG and Associate Tech Editor Taylor Lyles. I digress. Uh, the PSVR 2 website is live, Kevin, if you can toss it up there and show it off. Uh, it is a slick, polished version of the website talking about what PlayStation VR 2 is. Uh, it still does not show what PlayStation VR 2 is. We do not no, know what no. the headset looks like. Of hmm. course, at CES, we had uh, another announcement of PlayStation VR 2, all the details. Those details are laid out here, of course, 4K HDR display, uh, eye tracking, inside-out tracking, the stuff we've already talked about no however what taylor from ign of course who popped up on our psvr2 ps i love you X, xoxo episode and was fantastic on it points out is that they now are talking about what kind of eye tracking they're using uh before mm. they had said oh we're gonna have eye tracking which we all understood to be okay cool it's gonna you know as you look around it'll do it uh they're using the foveated foveated rendering I don't know what that means. They just drop it in here. And so Taylor gave me this explanation because she knows I'm a big idiot. Uh, Foveated rendering is a technique that will improve the visuals on the VR headset, meaning it boosts the resolution on whatever it is you are looking at and focus in that direction. Again, they talked about eye tracking i made the comment at the time i think on the ps i love you about it reminds me a lot of horizon where when horizon uh, zero dawn had launched they eventually did a behind the scenes where when you spin the camera whatever's behind you is no longer there they're focusing mm-hmm. all the rendering power on what you're looking at so it's as, as high def as uh, horizon was same mm-hmm. idea here now we know it's using the foveated rendering technique well of course of course <laughs> what else would you use for eye uh, tracking I, 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 yeah were you an idiot <laughs> <laughs> as a member of McDonald's universe. No. Um, where are you with PlayStation VR 2? Is this something that's oh, on your hype list?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm super hype about it. And I, I, I started thinking about it because, of course, I want to see what it looks like. But, Greg, you care what it looks like? Oh, no. Yeah, me either. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's one of the things with, with virtual reality is one of the few things that you don't see while you're playing it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's not like, I've got my PS5 sitting over there or laying over there and, oh, I can see it and it blends in with my room or whatever the freak. But, like, I don't care what it looks like. I want to see what it looks like because I'm curious. But man, I am on the train. I love it. I, I've got a PSVR. I've got the Oculus. And the eye tracking thing, you know, it's funny. I thought of it as a totally different way. I'm, I'm glad that we got some clarification here. I always thought like, oh, I wonder if that would help with motion sickness. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like we always kind of just had our head to move around. I wonder if when your eyes are moving around in there, if that would help with that it- feeling
1: it very much might be cuz you figure it would be the same thing if you're getting the most detail where you're looking that should help the blurry edges blurry like whatever and everybody mm-hmm. gets motion sick a bit different in, in VR but for right. certain people for sure i think it would help out
0: yeah so i'm 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 loving it i actually like that there's still a cord um one of yeah, the I reasons because i know see, yeah. and
1: this episode is over goodbye yeah, exactly see you thanks for having me <laughs> um, no but one of the reasons
0: is because i really enjoy again i have a, a family of five and so yeah. i really enjoy everybody getting to experience what the person in the what we always call it the vr hat gets to gets to experience and uh i noticed that with the oculus you know when i'm casting it's behind my kids mm. love beat saber and yeah. so when we're hearing them play it and what we get from the TV is totally different. Sure, and so I sense. really like playing games with my daughter and, uh, you know, being able to point things out and she'd be like oh, over there, over there. Uh, and so that's the only reason I like that. There's a cord. It's so it's probably a lag
1: free experience when it's going for me. It's like, oh, to your point, do I care what it looks like? No, I'm excited to see it when they show it, whatever. I'm more yeah. interested in form factor in how heavy it'll be all that stuff. Absolutely. Right. Because yeah. I think Oculus quest uh, and Oculus quest two are just so, great they feel great they just feel great on your head right and Mm -hmm. not that psvr doesn't it felt great when it launched i think just as vr is advanced you've seen it get oh man now now what used to be cool and like ergonomic about the psvr 2 is now clunky compared to these other units absolutely so what is this breakout box and all those cords and so like (laughs) the you know the cord i feel is a bummer but i also Mm -hmm. don't think the tech's there to not have the cord because i for what playstation wants to do and again we know we talk about this i feel like every episode we talk about playstation studios right playstation studios is known for AAA games that look great and so i don't think they're ready to sacrifice that ground by saying okay cool it's wireless which means it looks on a little bit better than playstation vr but it doesn't look amazing i think they especially when you go into the resolutions and stuff they're tossing out here the 4k Mm -hmm. gaming they're trying to make this look as good and they won't be but as good as they can compared to a playstation 5 game you're getting on your huge tv
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, this will definitely be a pre-order for me probably. And I I just, I've, I've enjoyed virtual reality way more than I thought I would. Like, you know what I'm saying? As a kid coming up and everything was just a big cube, you know what I'm saying? Your gun was a cube. The thing you shot was a cube. The thing you were shooting at was a cube, you know? And I mean, (laughs) exactly. Freaking cubes. And so I think this is, I love that it's stepping in this direction. I love that they're making a second one, honestly
1: uh the question then becomes gabe when will you be able to actually wear the playstation vr 2 when do you think it comes out
0: when does it come out when do i get to wear it <laughs>
1: you know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> two different questions um, i'm sure you'll be right there to pre-order at 5 a.m or whatever yeah, just, it is while every exactly. amazon's burning down and everything's going crazy <laughs> yeah,
0: every server is on fire yeah. um, shoot man i mean i hope that holiday this year we get to we get to start touching it. I don't know if it'll come out holiday this year, but you know, kind of how they did with PSVR with uh, Best Buy where you could go and try it out sure. you know, before it came out. I'm hoping that by the holiday, because I, it's the best time to obviously be buying stuff for people. Um, so yeah, I'm hoping holiday, we get to see it, get our hands on it.
1: The, I mean, this is a question that goes around and around and we've done it so many times where I can obviously, yeah, you're talking about it now. You're and I mean now being CES and then now putting up the website, Mm -hmm. the website pushes it for forward that even Taylor herself again from IGN tweeted, uh, this, this is the website is giving me PSV, uh, PlayStation five vibes again, where Sony Mm -hmm. logo, where sony logo dropped the ps5 at ces 2020 then in february the website for ps5 launched parentheses with no real look at the ps5 just to give a brief timeline of it at all i don't know this is kind of giving me more hints that a late 2022 release is plausible yeah and i think i want to believe that but i don't like i just with, like <laughs> what you're talking about is like it's still pandemic central out here so you can't go and put it into best buy and have people putting it on and taking it off and doing this thing because then you got to have somebody there staffing and wiping and doing everything which i think they kind of did the first time around but it's way more like are you ready to shove your head into this thing after a stranger shoved their head into it and like don't get me wrong different parts of the country different (laughs) answers to that question there's a lot of places where you're like i don't give a shit put it on cough in my mouth why not (laughs)
0: yeah exactly can i borrow your mask Yeah. and so yeah i definitely think that i hope that by summer we get to see it yeah but i i do think man by fall and Obviously, we don't know what Omarion is going to do with this COVID thing and all that, but like, hopefully, sorry, that's what we call it in our house, or Omicron or whatever. Well, I don't know what that's going <laughs> to I was like, I nodded.
1: I'm like, I don't know that variant. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Uh,
0: I, uh, sure, we don't know what's going to happen by this fall, but I'm just hoping against hope that by fall we feel 70% normal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I mean, yeah, it's going to be a little weird, but at least it's just my eyes, hopefully. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know <what> I'm <laughs>
0: cover my nose and mouth i can still have my mask on
1: for sure for sure yeah, yeah i don't know it's gonna be fascinating because i think you know there's a world where sure they put it out this but it's and i go back to the fact that they still can't they've just lowered the forecast of how many ps5s are going to have out this yeah, is a true. ps5 exclusive piece of tech so does it i it, well, then i'm like well you know if you don't have that many ps5s out do you really want to sell an accessory for the ps5 but then i guess for one that's going to be such a niche market does that even matter because like everybody not everybody but assumedly the majority of people who have ps5s are hardcore playstation fans who would be like the, the, the audience for a hardcore playstation device mm-hmm. uh,
0: well and i feel like over the last couple of years we've seen this switch as we're seeing it this year to february march being yeah. this ginormous time of things being released so i could definitely see us uh you know seeing it this year and if it came out in march to next spring. year yeah that wouldn't that wouldn't surprise me
1: we will wait and see, ladies and gentlemen. We will wait and see and keep you posted here on Kind of Funny Games Daily. Remember, if you want to be part of the show, uh, you can go patreon.com slash Games. Give us uh, your questions, your comments, your concerns. Be a Patreon producer. Get the show with the exclusive post show we do. And, of course, get the show ad-free. Speaking of ads, Greg Way, here's a word from our
2: sponsors. This episode is brought to you by DoorDash. If you've been listening to any kind of funny podcast, you know that we absolutely love using DoorDash. It's so great. It's so simple to just be able to order whatever food we want and then have it delivered right to our house, along with the restaurants you love. You can now get groceries and other essential items delivered with DoorDash. You can get some drinks, snacks, and other household items in under an hour. Uh, With over 300,000 partners, you can support your neighborhood go-tos. We're always talking about Volcano Curry in San Francisco, of course. uh, Ordering is easy, and your items will be left outside your door when you choose contactless delivery drop off whether it is the local favorites or the nationwide chains like things like Popeyes, Cheesecake Factory, all of that for a limited time y'all can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on your first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code kinda funny that's 25% off up to a $10 value and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code kinda funny don't forget that's code kinda funny 25% off your first order with DoorDash. Subject to change. Terms apply.
1: Number four on the Roper Report. I won't lie. I kind of put it in here in the, when I was assembling this show, and I was like, does this need to be here? I don't know, but we'll put it in. We'll have a quick yeah. conversation and move about it. Right? <laughs> Naughty Dog's hiring for a ton of roles. Uh, there's a tweet here, Kevin, you want to click on it. I didn't highlight it for you. Sorry. Uh, but basically, Naughty Dog says, we're hiring. Check out Naughty Dog's open positions for February. NaughtyDog.com slash careers. Hashtag game jobs. And then a bunch of stuff's put up there uh, i came to my feed when the one the only neil Druckmann, who many of you know from the last of us tv show he is of course a director on that a lot of people didn't know that neil actually uh, made some games at naughty dog before then uh he had <laughs> oh, wow. quote tweeted this and said we're growing come join us and work on and then the silent emoji then the zipper face emoji and then and the hand over the mouth emoji so like are they working on three games <laughs> do we want to jump to that conclusion internet bro i'll leave it to you
0: (laughs) that's the first thing i thought i was like that seems like a lot of people and you know we know that you know devs you know blow up in size and they kind of come to the end of a game and they shrink back in size and so you know looking at this and man i tell you what anything that's got naughty dog's name on it is exciting i mean as a voiceover actor like that's like you know, one of the top of the mountains. You're like, man, if I could even be an additional voice in a Naughty Dog game, that'd be sick. Um, and so, seeing this and seeing all those people, and then you're like, okay, well, what do we know? Shoot, okay, what are they working on? And then to be like, we're working on Shush Zipper, you're like, hmm, I just want to know. Because Naughty Dog, when's the last time they put out something that wasn't quality?
1: Exactly. It's not been right. recent. And yeah, so, exactly.
0: yeah, you're thinking, like, how many things are they working on at once to be hiring this many people? It's insane
1: yeah exactly and so you know hopefully they're doing three games i don't have confirmation on that of course mm-hmm. uh, mr druckman rarely confirms that kind of stuff to me but in the chat we have someone from naughty dog apparently uh, mm-hmm. d pemberton jr just said join us we're making very cool stuff at which point you go all right is this just some troll and you click through to his twitter pro his twitch profile which then takes us to his twitter profile and there it is Derek pemberton jr associate game designer at naughty dog Uh, tweeting my games, his opinions are his own, it says on Twitter. So, based on your opinions being your own, Derek, you can now confirm in chat if it is three games you're working on because that's just your opinion. That's not (laughs) anybody else's. Go ahead and do that. Just let us us know. Just let us know what else is going on. How's that? Here's what I want you to do I won't tell nobody. Put in a one if factions is coming out this year. Just put in there. No, well, chat be cool, audience be cool. Yep. I've just made sure he never, ever talks in chat again. (laughs) But if you're uh, you're, uh, not an audio listener or something, so they have animation, art, audio, communications, editorial, uh, game design, HR, lighting and visual effects, production, programming, quality assurance, recruiting, technical art, UI, jobs, and then multiple bullet points underneath all of those with the exception of HR, which is just one. Uh of course, what's interesting about that when you jump over to programming right is of course they have game team, but they and a the game team is single player game team is also multiplayer uh there's it, Obviously, we know they're working on something multiplayer over there. We've known about right. that for a while. Is mm-hmm. that factions two or whatever they're going to call Last of Us? Is whatever they end up doing that? Who knows? Maybe it's something different. You go to game design; it's the same thing there. Senior level entertain- entertainment, <laughs> senior level environment designer, multiplayer, senior level environment designer, single player. So they go back and forth all over that stuff. So again, not much to read. It. Oh, Derek saying my lips are sealed. He didn't put a one or a two in there, then he uses the Greg <laughs> yeah there's naughty dogs hiring for a lot most video game studios are hiring for a lot but it's cool to see it out there maybe they're working on three games maybe they're working on just two maybe they're working on none maybe there's hiring people and they're saying hey
0: but i know you say most are hiring but most are not naughty dog
1: great point great you point know what get. i'm saying
0: goodness gracious oh i'm excited whatever it is i'm playing it i don't care
1: that's the thing it's it's even you know what i mean we know about the the rumor of them taking back over the last of us remake we know about factions you know Mm -hmm. there's always things getting kicked around selfishly i think i'd be most stoked for a new ip not last of us not uncharted what do you got what do you got absolutely something new i
0: mean they're amazing at telling stories to have another amazing story by naughty dog out there would not hurt my feelings at all now of course being back in some worlds you know be nice and you know kind of like i was talking about with final fantasy earlier with sure. uh intergrade it was great being back in there man if you're gonna give me another you know 12 to 25 hour story we i just can't you know it's like when quantic Dream said they're doing something i'm like yeah star whatever wars. it is yeah, yeah, star wars when i saw their name come up with the star wars i was like i almost did a lap around the house <laughs> so. it was unexpected one <laughs> to say the least Yeah, yeah i was like oh snap and so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. Naughty Dog, do your thing, baby. I'm here for it. You I got think.
1: your $70 waiting. <laughs> Number five on the Roper Report. The Saudi government has invested in Capcom and Nexon. This is Matthew Martin and Geroid uh, Rady over at Bloomberg. Saudi Arabia's sovereign wealth fund deep in, Deep Deepened its bet on video games, uh, fresh from a face-saving deal that turned around its investment in Activision Blizzard Incorporated. The public mm. investment fund disclosed stakes of more than five percent in two Japan-listed gaming firms, Capcom, the maker of Street Fighter and Resident Evil franchises, and online game provider Nexon. Its combined holdings in the two firms are now worth more than one billion dollars. The PIF has, or I'm sorry, the PIF, as the 500 billion dollar fund is known, has been building up stakes in video game makers and esports over the past two years. Its purchase of about 37.9 million shares in Activision Blizzard Incorporated, which it began acquiring in late 2020, was losing money until Microsoft agreed to buy out the studio behind the Call of Duty series. The PIF said the purpose of both holdings was, quote, pure investment, and the filings showed the latest purchases were made in the market from January 25th to January 31st. Uh, the Saudi fund also has stakes in Electronic Arts and Take-Two Interactive. Chaired by the crown prince, Mohammed bin Salam, so, I'm sorry, Salam, salem uh the public investment fund has earmarked about 10 billion dollars to buy global stocks based on the thematic strategy that focuses on areas including e-commerce and renewables people familiar with the matter said last month i stumbled through a lot of that i put it in there because i was like oh man that's interesting i did not realize i missed the ea take two thing let alone the yeah. thing let alone that this was happening
0: <laughs> <laughs> let alone this. Happen. yeah i mean it's crazy you know i mean Shoot, you know, Capcom's one of those names that's been floating out there when people are like, oh, who else is Sony gonna buy? And so, you know, it's just it's it's crazy seeing uh seeing their name in the story. And listen, I mean, they, like, they you, know,
1: they, you want, I wonder with that one if they're like, they they see that and they're like, you know what, buy that. So we try to make out like we do with Activision, buy those exact, shares now. So when somebody buys them, we get the you know the cable. right.
0: And I mean, I mean, I think gaming's a good bet. I, I'm, I, but I'm a gamer and I love video games. And so, but listen, you're not about to put money into music you're not about to put money into, into Hollywood yeah, uh, because, shoot, who even wants to go to the theater right now? And everything's going sure. streaming and all this stuff. And so I think it's a good bet. And I love that uh, I love that we're seeing other people, even if it is just business, just purely investment. Hey, man, invest away and they, they can make better games. And I think as a gamer, we're going to be the ones that went out in this.
1: For sure. Yeah, obviously. It, it, yeah, fascinating moves over there. And I had totally missed this PIF. I want to look more into that too because that's just an interesting thing. I can't imagine it going well if America was like, all right, we're setting aside five hundred billion dollars, and we're going to invest that at will. <laughs> like, all right, well, we're no, no, going to be no, no, stuck no, no, no. on the Senate floor forever, and no one's going to let anything happen. <laughs> but great, cool. exactly right. right.
0: And it's just numbers that like aren't even like remotely relatable to me. Oh we have these $500 yeah, these five hundred billion dollars just yeah, of course, yeah, whatever. We're just kicking that around, just, yeah. just kicking that around, trying to do as we see the acquisitions from last week. You know, don't even you know don't even equal ninety. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah right uh
1: and yeah. then sixth and final on europa europa report for this friday is yo how big that steam deck uh this is billy Ooh. Givens over at Gamespot. kevin this is another link i'd like you to pull up uh billy gibbons put up an article that just says steam deck may be larger than you realize yeah. one youtuber compared valve's new handheld to past devices and the results are eye opening and then he's got a bunch of screenshots here from youtuber uh carrie uh Golom, uh the fox uh and you can see it compared to evita right there and that is ginormous compared oh, to bro. a vita but yeah. i understand none of you bought a vita so you don't know what that looks like so the next one oh. is let's compare it to a switch oled which is ginormous compared to oh can you go to the switch oled sorry while i'm talking about that kev no no it should be oh you're in the thread i'm still in the article go back to the article okay there you go there's the switch oled you see uh, I, a big system a big screen on the switch oled dwarfed yeah. by the steam deck here and then yeah then you, you get can, to the controllers you can scroll it well if you want, yeah, Kev. Because the next one in the article is a Wii U controller, which obviously makes that one look like a toy. That, but then hold on, I'm sorry, it already looked like a toy because that's how it always <laughs> looked. Stupid ass piece of god dang tech. Uh, this is a fun one just to look at and go and marvel at. I cannot wait to hold the Steam Deck. How heavy Man. is this thing, Gabe?
0: Nine pounds. I'm just kidding. Um, you know, it's one of those things where I was really slow to this one, I was like, ah. I don't want to do this. That thing looks super heavy. And as I kept seeing it, I was like, that's a good point. That's a good point. Oh shoot. <laughs> that's a good point. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm like all in and I want I want to get what I tried to get on there the day that they, they did the uh, pre-orders and couldn't grab one. But man, oh man, I, I'm more excited about it now. I mean, I'm, a thousand times more excited than when they first announced it. I thought it was gonna be a terrible idea. Not a terrible idea, but I didn't know if the implementation was gonna be any good. And then part of my brain was like, ah, I'll just wait till the Steam Deck 2, then it'll be a little bit more, the form function will be a little better, it'll be a little skinnier but man i might want to be on the front end of this thing because
1: it looks I mean, awesome now you're going to be so stuck back you'll never get there with providers oh, being all locked up the way there exactly, exactly i hemmed and hawed and then like i was talking to my wife about it right because like i am not a pc gamer but right. one of the reasons i'm not a pc gamer is the fact that i just this is my workstation i don't want to sit here and play games at it mm-hmm. and so like how can i complain <laughs> if if i have a handheld that is you know i I, obviously ginormous here but like i love my switch so much for the exact reasons you were talking about of me i'll play games in bed or do whatever and blah blah blah. it's like Mm -hmm. the next indie sensation or whatever i want to play on it can i do that so absolutely i pulled the trigger i pre-ordered and i'm still going to be waiting i think to whatever i think it's this quarter or next quarter q2 i forget what i I, what it is now for me i'll look Mm -hmm. it up while you talk but like because it comes out
0: right at the end of is it end of february does the steam deck
1: launch i think that's right but i i only care about me <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. you know, it's late, whenever it is. You know what
0: yeah, I mean? yeah, exactly. No, I feel you. Yeah, it's one of those things where. So the switch. I have really big hands, and so the switch is actually small in my hands. So that was actually one of the things that I was like, okay, well, with this thing being a a, a beast, I was like, maybe this will fit in my hands a little better. And then you, you know, I've definitely definitely dropped my phone on my face in bed, so I don't know how this is gonna go, but uh, I'm really excited to try it out and get my hands on it because I think it is gonna be better than I had first anticipated. Uh, what's the first game you're playing on it when you get yours?
1: Well, that's the whole thing. Every time I start talking positively about the Steam Deck, you know, the people in the comments, understandably so, are like, well, be careful. You know, not everything plays on it. Not everything works on it. The Steam OS Mm -hmm. and that thing, it's like, I am buying this very much like I bought the Switch, where it's like, I don't expect to play every game on this thing. I expect to have a few things that I've missed because they are PC or things I want to go back to and play on a PC uh, and play them that way. So like, I, it is very much like, I, I don't even know i guess when i bought the quest or i actually i got the, i got the quest as a review unit but it was very much putting it on be like all right what's on here what is it what is there to play kind of thing i'm yeah, not like exactly. it's not like when i bought the oled and i was like animal crossing and i was like i'm kind of tired of animal crossing measure yeah, dread yeah. all right fine this thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. what about you yeah. is there something you're like i can't wait to play in bed
0: oh man uh shoot with it being so heavy i was like i'm probably gonna play this thing on the couch the, i don't want to drop it i'm scared to drop it but i think by the
1: you know- way yeah we i asked her earlier i i meant faci- i'm a bit facetiously but nanobiologist is always there with the facts the steam deck weighs 1.47 pounds uh over double the weight of the switch oled because 1.4 you're like or 1.47 like eh, it's not that bad but then it's like it what is it gonna bad. feel like like this though and not even this <laughs> like this <laughs> like how is that gonna feel i don't know that's
0: right that's right it's like doing push-ups the further out you get you're like oh shoot and so yeah we'll see how it goes you know i think i'll end up dipping back i think i'll end up dipping yeah. back and play a bunch of games that i you know that i've played before because like you i'm not a huge pc gamer and when i do play something on the pc it's usually a callback it's not something new and so i probably will like reach back and see how it does with by the time i get it how it does with the witcher or something like that you know sure. what i mean and and end up playing that handheld, because how dope would that be? And I know that's, I think it's streaming on, on the Switch, but I don't trust streaming, so I haven't tried no, it. No, I
1: think stream, I think uh, Witcher's native. It's native, it, and that was one of the things that it just Oh, that's right. Upgrade they, up, they upgraded
0: yeah. it, that's right. Yeah, what yeah, was, yeah. I yeah. uh, control, was I thinking control of? Control streaming Control streaming on the Switch. On yeah. the Switch. Um, and so, yeah, I think I'll probably dip back, because I never made it to Skellige, because I got so caught up in playing that doggone card game yep, in Witcher yep, 3, yep, yep, and so yep. I'll probably dip back and play something
1: old. Yeah, for me it was just in general i was i was like i'm not leaving this area so i do every question mark and then that's why i put 35 hours into act one and i'm like i gotta move on to a different game I too. yeah
0: I, was like, I gotta talk about video games but i can't just be playing this one all this year
1: gabe i'm excited to see you talk about things you see on the switch deck but or steam deck Fuck mm. fucked it up steam deck uh <laughs> but the release of the steam deck so far away if i wanted something more immediate say what came to the mom and grop shop where would we go
0: the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the kind of funny games daily show hosts each and
1: every weekday yeah. Yeah. shout out to you for knowing and remembering you had to read that part because what's great about this remember is that you did the last show in february 2020 right yeah where that was uh, before the pandemic, and so about what f- ten minutes before this show, you're like, "Can't wait to do it." Where am I going? And I was like, <laughs> "Oh shit!" Blessing booked you, didn't tell you where to go. You knew nothing coming in, so I'm pr- impressed you remember that. I, I appreciate <laughs> it. Yes, uh, out today, uh, Dying Light Two, Stay Human on all the PlayStations, all the Xboxes, and PC. Crocs World Construction Kit Two on Xbox One and PC. Ambition Record, or maybe Record. Ambition Record or Record on all the Xboxes and PC. Maglam Road on PS4 and Switch. Frog ball rerolled on switch. Math Jim on Switch. <laughs> Million Molly on Switch. Number one crosswords Sudoku's bundle on Switch. Mm-hmm. Alexio, Switch. The song of space. The song out of space. Switch. Land of screens. Switch. Uh new dates. Children's of Morda Online Co-op is an update that's arriving on February 14th. Uh, yesterday, there was that Ghostwire Tokyo uh, PlayStation State of Play. They confirmed March 25th, 2022 for the release date. And then Genshin Impact version 2.5 update releases on February 16th. Deals of the day for you. Uh, GameSpot reports that Deathloop has seen a few discounts since arriving last year, but Best Buy is currently offering one of the best prices yet. Right now, you can grab Deathloop for PlayStation 5 or PC for just 30 dollars get that game it's a great game gabe oh i love that game oh i do too, I do too. <laughs> what was your game of the year last year? actually you know what don't tell me we're gonna talk about that in the post show all right okay. we're gonna talk about your game of the year from last year in the post show Sounds good right now i'm gonna tell you that this has been kind of funny games daily your final episode of this week of course we'll be back next week your hosts look like this monday blessing and tim tuesday me and gary wednesday blessing and vgc's jordan Midler; thursday greg and tim i should have just said me and tim but i'm reading very clearly and then hold on this friday one doesn't check out does it i think i just didn't edit that the right way no and then friday your hosts are blessing and airy uh, blessing and aaron ashley simon threw myself off by leaving myself on there as an old document i gotta change that uh if you're watching live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games right now mike and andy are going to be playing some dying light 2 as part of an nvidia stream right after this if you miss it and you want to catch it later youtube.com slash kind of funny plays uh we're not done with gabe yet of course patreon.com slash kind of funny games for the post show but gabe if people wanted to follow you where can they keep up
0: oh man they can go to at if they want to check out married to the games they can come to at patillo uh on twitter i'm over there i'm on instagram I'm actually new to Twitter by myself. It's a struggle,
1: but. Oh, yeah? Like, well, because you were doing the podcast, podcast. before? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now you're, like, now you're like, I don't have to just tweet podcast links. What do I, <laughs> what do I say? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Well, Gabe, you killed it today. Thank you, as always.
0: Man, appreciate y'all having me.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, like I said, patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames for a post show with Gabe. Uh, but know that this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every week down a variety of platforms. We run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. We'll be back next week. But until then, it's been our pleasure to serve you.